0: You can
1: me. Welcome in. Happy <laughs> Monday. Welcome yeah. in to SWB. Lauren Leal, Jeff Michael, and we are back at Christian's tailgate. It feels good to be home. Bam. Yes. Last week we were home doing it from our houses. <laughs> it was a little different.
0: Um, it was fun. It was fun. I got I got a lot of different responses saying you know different atmosphere, which was cool. But it, it's just it. I love being here and love being live like in in. A- a sports bar doing the show
1: i can't uh, i can never get over getting (laughs) this red bull i absolutely love it uh thank you jeff it is always sitting here ready for me to go (laughs) i appreciate it cheers to you on a monday with a lot of news that took place over the weekend and to start the week jason is back with us he's the reason why we're back at christian's tailgate jason you were out of town i forget where you were
2: i was in philadelphia we know he
0: was in philly because remember he said he was watching the show from the airport that's right philadelphia (laughs) Philadelphia.
1: (laughs) and orlando Okay, I was going to say cuz it wasn't a connecting or something or you were no, going to places. No, I was places? going straight
2: for, Yeah, I was going straight from Philadelphia to Orlando and then I flew from Orlando back here. I actually stayed so it wasn't a connecting flight. I I was in Philly, then I was in yeah. Orlando, yeah. and now I'm back.
1: Okay, so you saw some of your team's play. That's the reason yes, you traveled. Yes, my team
2: played preseason games in when? Philadelphia on Saturday on Sunday and then in Orlando on Wednesday. Any wins? <laughs> Uh, they won the second game that I went to. They tied the other ones. I so. know
0: if you well, go yeah, to Jason's, you got to You got to see that. <laughs> you go to his social media profile. Jason was doing a little bit of drinking with these guys. Uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> just just a
2: little bit.
0: It, was of a, it looked like a lot of fun. I was a little jealous, not like a lot. Yeah. I was. But like, damn. Um,
2: speaking, of, but uh, speaking of football, I happened to be at a casino in Philadelphia waiting to go to the airport, and lo and behold, I'm at the crafts table and two. Two guys that were like kind of tall, and you know they went down. They threw a ton of money on the table, and I'm Uh-oh. like, "Oh, look at these guys!" Big and shots. then another guy come up, goes, "Hey man, they play for the Eagles." I'm awesome, what? Eagles players.
1: That's nice. crazy! Literally right before training camp started this week. So. Wait, so
0: you can gamble legally in Philadelphia? They yes, a there's a All there's right.
2: a casino right next to um, the stadium. You know they've got the uh, Lincoln Financial Field, and then they've got the what's the field that the Phillies play in? I don't know the uh, name of that Yeah, field. but it's on the other side. There's a casino right there. Oh,
0: nice. Right. Silly. Uh, but look, so gambling, obviously, huge, huge deal in sports now. They have, they actually have casinos in in stadiums now, like in Chicago. The Cubs have a, a gambling oh, casino. You can do, like, you can sports do live bet? sports betting in arenas now, dude. It is absolutely <laughs> so insane. So are you looking at Philadelphia
1: Eagles Stadium? That's Lincoln Financial Field, yes. if that's what you're Yes,
2: about. Yeah, he's talking about, okay. about it's, it's, the yeah, it's on. Oh, the Phillies. The Phillies Bye-bye. ones is like right next to it. And um, I wish I could have gone to the Phillies game because they were playing. And that yeah. would have been really cool. You know, chalk those uh, ballparks off the list. Eagles know? got high
0: expectations this year. Jalen Hurts, uh, man, they obviously went to the Super Bowl last year, lost to Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But uh, Jalen Hurts and that whole whole squad in Philadelphia, they're looking to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to count them out. They're going to be good. Uh, it's just hard to
2: repeat. It's hard to get back to the Super Bowl. We need to get business cards. I could have handed them to them. There you go.
0: Ah,
1: yeah. right. yes. They I'm could have it. been in partnership with us. I remember right. one time, Jeff, long time ago, you had a partner, a potential merchandising partner. Yeah, or I, I someone actually... Someone really big.
0: I, I still do have some uh, sports with balls. Hats. I have a hat. <laughs> so I have a hat. I'll get some merchandise out there. We start doing what we're doing because the numbers are incredible right now. Thank you, guys. Everybody out there that's listening, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Thank you guys so much for paying attention to Sports With Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. She is Lauren Leal. Like she said, a lot of sports went on this weekend. Oh, yeah. And, of course, today there's a lot more going on, so let's get to it.
1: All right, let's get to it. So the big deal was... NFL training camps are in full effect and full force and the huge headline Jeff I don't know about you every station I turn on in my car every TV channel I see is talking about Aaron Rodgers and how he how Sean Payton (laughs) disrespected Nathaniel Hackett which is obviously the offensive coordinator with the Jets now so I gotta ask your opinion about it and what do you think of Aaron Rodgers even mentioning this because I have my takeaways of of what I think it means but go ahead on your thoughts
0: No, i like that aaron Rodgers is sticking up for his coaches i really do i just aaron is aaron look we got something out of aaron Rodgers, right so that's a plus like usually he's very stoic and very non-committal to even doing interviews at all so at least he gave us some the only reason this is a really really huge story is because he did give us some content and this is what we love we're like yes thank you so much for talking about sean payton in this kind of way I I don't know what to take out of this. I don't know because Sean Payton knows Aaron Rodgers very well. They know each other, they've been in the NFL for a very long time. I'm not really sure if this was a shot at Sean Mm. or Aaron Rodgers just sticking up for one of his coaches. So here's what I
1: think. You said we got a lot out of Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers gave up some. I don't know if you remember, he he negotiated his contract to give up 33.7 mil, I believe it was. And that's crazy to show his commitment to the New York Jets. He's looking happy. He's looking comfortable. He's looking like this is his team. I got them on my back, and that's why I think he took such offense to Nathaniel Hackett. But take all of that out of the picture, and I think what we have here is Sean Payton not attacking Nathaniel Hackett, Sean Payton trying to get some clout Back to Russell Wilson because yeah. of how poorly he played last year, saying, Okay, you know, it was Nathaniel Hackett, it was, uh, sure. you know, his offensive calls. The crowd apparently at those games were counting down the clock to get the ball out, which is so embarrassing because obviously Nathaniel Hackett was over the offense. So, uh, he was talking about that and i think it's 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 more so speaking hey we need to trust what we have going on right now i'm going to put my best foot forward and so is russell wilson who does need to take a little bit of accountability
0: but yeah, and
1: that's what i that's what i took out of this
0: yeah to your point he's trying to stick up for russell because russell had such an abysmal season last year both guys sticking up for their teams right like that's what i'm getting out of this that both guys are sticking up for their teams are going into the season we are 3 days away from an nfl game being on your television that's nuts right Ooh, like, <laughs> that's, that's and, wild. And let's be honest nobody's gonna sit there and watch this game nobody no starters are playing in this game it is a JV squad that's gonna be out there for both sides but it will be everybody will have it on mm-hmm. you will have it on nobody's watching we're not we're not gonna come back on sports with balls and give you stats about what these guys did it's just that NFL will be back on your TV from every weekend there forward. yeah and that is impressive by the way fantasy football guys coming up pretty soon. Lauren, I sent you an email today uh, about joining. I think I
1: saw it. I think I saw it. <laughs> Lauren's going to be in a league.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So, fantasy football. How much does that cost me? Uh, you nothing but everybody else something. So. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> but so fantasy football will have a fantasy football special probably in about two weeks probably right around mid-august before everybody starts really well i'm glad drive. you
1: told me that so i can start like really yep. uh researching my guys yep. Yep.
0: my teams speaking of the denver broncos do you see the terrible news they got today Man.
1: uh the denver broncos the terrible news they got today
0: Hey, Jason, will you check the sound again? I'm, I'm getting the same complaints that they can barely hear us. Uh, so we'll see if we can do this this voice thing again. Did it – did it? because I'm pretty sure they're going through your mic. No, we're good? Okay, well, sorry. So if you're having any audio issues, very, very sorry if you hear that. Uh, all right, all right. Noah Paul, appreciate you joining the show. Three days I've been to an NFL game last season. All right, well, three days NFL season starts, like I said. But back to what I was saying, Denver Broncos, terrible Terrible news today on one of their wide receivers that missed almost all of last season uh, is going to miss again another another uh, full season this year. Broncos head coach Sean Payton says the team fears wide receiver Tim Patrick suffers an Achilles injury in today's practice, and Russell Wilson, who we were just talking about, loses one of his top wide receivers.
1: Ha! Huh, how ironic. Sean Payton comes out with all of that <laughs> yesterday and then apologizes for the comment, by the way, which no yeah. one ever put that out there. They're just talking about the initial statement that Sean Payton put out. But that is very unfortunate. Uh, Russell Wilson needs a bounce back season, so he yes. needs the good targets. And I, I I'm just now getting breaking into uh, breaking those guys down since we will be having an NFL show here in a couple of weeks. But Fantasy that's a loss. That's, yeah, a loss. that's right a loss right now.
0: Huge loss. Why and
1: that, but that's what we see in training camp. Though we we see the guys that are going to get injured. Uh, I believe one from uh, the Colts. Huge. There's a lot of Colts drama right now. I don't know if we want to get into that yet, but there's injuries going around, and it's training camp. That's what
0: happens. There's a ton of them. A lot of big injuries that are coming up. and that's Like you said, it's what happens. I don't know how you avoid them, but every year it seems like the guys are like, oh, there's a bunch of injuries. No, this is the same as every year. This happens every year. Joe some Burrow. of them are
1: just from the big guys, and some of them are, yeah. you know,
0: from second, third string. Joe Burrow being the biggest one so far. Yeah. Joe Burrow went down this past week, and uh, we find out that you, that it's a calf strain. He's going to be out three weeks. I highly doubt you see Joe Burrow in the preseason. So this is what's so interesting.
1: So the Bengals are trying to save their butt, and they brought in a guy from the XFL, which is like, yay, I applaud the XFL. I love the XFL because it gives these guys another chance. So they bring in... Um, I cannot find it in my notes. Uh, But they bring in another guy, and we'll just see how that goes with the Bengals. So you don't think that Joey Burrow is going to be in the preseason, but no. come regular season starts.
0: Yeah, I, I think he'll be ready. He should be ready for the regular season. They're, it's a calf strain, which is not – look, that's no small injury. It's going to take a month. But luckily it happened in the first week and not the third or fourth week, right? Mm-hmm. So it looks like he'll have time to – get back in shape I'm not sure if that's an out of shape thing or just because it was he was just scrambling out to the right not even running that hard and just pulled up on his calf so Mm -hmm, if -hmm. these guys don't stay in somewhat football shape and then try to come back to training camp and play an NFL game they're gonna have injuries and we're seeing a lot of stuff happen today well over the past week already about guys getting injured and uh, it's terrible
1: for sure for sure so the guy that they brought up um, this took place on Saturday they auditioned two quarterbacks that could be stepping in potentially for Cincinnati just because of this injury, this calf injury with Burrow. 26-year-old uh, Sennett, his last name, he's from the San Antonio Brahma's of the XFL, like I said. <laughs> so he's coming from Texas. Good job. Okay, good luck in Ohio, in Cincinnati, Ohio.
0: It's his Tom Brady opportunity. It's okay, not no, I'm just kidding. He's not Tom. I was but. about to say, well, right. <laughs> Tom came in off an injury and then basically never left the football field. Pretty much, so, pretty go. much. But that was regular season, uh, and we're not going to speculate. Like Joe Burrow should be ready for the regular season. But going back to what you were saying with the Indianapolis Colts, the issue. I, I can't where do you want to start on what's going on with the Indianapolis Colts? This is insane.: Oh my
1: gosh, the drama, oh sorry, if I just blew your speakers out, but guys, uh, the drama in Indianapolis, wow. like this is crazy.. So it's just Colt's drama. We, talk, we know about the running backs in general, yep. wanting to get more money, get more years, you know all the, all the things that they came together and had last weekend. Well, now you have Jonathan Taylor who is a huge mess he wants a trade request owner says no we're not going to grant that to you we need you here and then he the colts want to take him off of the non-injury playlist but he doesn't want that because he says he has a back injury that took place this off season and if he gets put on that list then he will lose money come the season and he doesn't play so it's just like what's going on going back to the injuries zach moss yep Their other running back that they were leaning on without Taylor in the picture gets a broken arm in practice today. So there's just a lot of drama. What's going to happen? Are they going to? I don't know. Uh, What do you make of all of this, Jeff?
0: There's a lot of talk about Jim Irsay, the Colts owner, kind of disrespecting Jonathan Taylor. in in some of the things that he said. I'm not going to sit here and say which direction I want to go with this, right? Like the NFL owners have made it clear that the running back position is not as important as it was before, and you and I have gone over this. We went over it last last week on this show about the top running backs and what they get paid to win the Super Bowl. It's just not a lot. So the running back position, unfortunately, is devalued a ton right now. Mm -hmm. and It it just is what it is. And Jonathan Taylor has been – the key to the Indianapolis Colts the last couple of years, right? He did get hurt, so that that's on him. But before that— That's on him. It happened. It happened.
1: It's an injury. It's, yeah,
0: it's an injury. And, and look, he won me my fantasy league the year before that. The guy is absolutely incredible. Jonathan Taylor definitely is incredible. But— I believe that these – you're not going to force these NFL owners' hands. I I, I know it sounds weird. I'm not sticking up for the NFL owners, and I'm not sticking up for the players. Either one. But you're not going to force their hands. This isn't the NBA. This will not be a player-run league where you get these ridiculous contracts and people can just sit on their ass. It's not going to happen. I mean, we saw
1: Saquon Barkley just agree. Yep. He lost two I uh, two or three grand on t- our uh, I mean mill on top of what they initially offered him when he wa- he was fighting for a bigger contract, but I think it was 12 or 13 mil. and went down to 10. He said, "Okay, I comply. I'm going to I'm going to play with you guys." And like like to your point as far as the owners go, it's not a player run league. They may request some trades, but more often than not, no. They want what they want, and they're going to have you play on their team.
0: Yeah, and you just – like, Naheem Hines, who was the running back for the Colts, that was – took the place of Jonathan Taylor, got traded, right? So they're in a really tough spot right now. And I don't know if Jonathan Taylor is sitting at home laughing and going, yeah they don't have a running back you're gonna to have to pay me oh he's watching all of this unfold so I, he is I, walking it. you got to figure this out because at the really really heart of this anthony richardson the florida quarterback that they drafted their number one pick is sitting in the locker room every day going all right well who's my running back mm-hmm. and they've got to start a season with this anthony richardson kid who's got all the pressure in the world on him with no running back and with the owner arguing with their favorite player like let's be honest jonathan taylor is the heart and soul of the indianapolis Colts right now he has been for the last few years he's been their workhorse and now you have the owner and the workhorse going at it and it it is a mess in indy and if you're a colts fan i would love to hear from you what do you want what do you want do you want? do you want jonathan taylor to make 18 million a year not if he's not going to be out there i don't know Like, like i'm sure that's what he wants i'm sure that's what a lot of these running backs want 13 14 15 sees that seems to be the the going rate for the the higher end running backs like Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs who's still unsigned.
1: I mean Christian McCaffrey's the highest one. Yes. He's what 15? Fifteen, round yeah. 15.
0: So that, that's what I'm saying. 13, 14, 15 right there. That's your market. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they want more and it, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. That the game is changing. Take what you can get. And, and like I said, not going to move in the direction the players want because it's not a player-run league. Jeff, try stop trying to make fetch happen.
1: It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Bane happen. Girls reference there for <laughs> you. Oh, right. uh, speaking of movies, did you happen to see any of the box office movies that, uh, <sighs> happen- that, that dropped over the past couple weeks? And Oppenheimer it. and also Barbie.
0: Barbie being the big one, right? Of course.
1: <laughs> I I think I think they both (laughs) made a lot of money. But of course Barbie trumped it.
0: Jason's laughing. Did you go see Barbie Jason?
2: No. Okay. He was in (laughs) Philly with the
1: with the Eagles
2: players. (laughs)
0: Nationwide movie. I
2: haven't seen it, but I am going to go see Oppenheimer on Thursday. I heard Oppenheimer was good.
0: I believe that's a movie I rent when I'm at home in my bed though. I don't know if a historical I always go watch I always go watch I
2: like the director. What
1: I thought was funny is that they released like the girliest girl movie and like the manliest, not the Manliest, but like a Superman.
2: Well, it's the perfect combination of like, we're going to go watch your movie, then we're going to watch my movie.
1: (laughs) Would you do that though if your girlfriend said, hey, Will you watch? I'll go watch this with you if you watch the Barbie
2: with me. One hundred percent, I go watch it. And apparently, people. Guys,
1: y'all are learning. Well, apparently,
2: with the Barbie movie, uh, they uh, apparently some people told me it's actually like from a guy's perspective, it's not that bad.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I heard Ken is the villain. (laughs) Which one are we seeing first? (laughs) See, there, there's the argument. Like, yes, of course, I want to see Barbie. Now that's a tough one. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So there's going to be an argument somewhere. It's like so, we'll go see both of them. Which one are we going to first?
1: <laughs> I want to see Barbie. I'm not going to lie. So
0: you would be okay with seeing Barbie first? Yeah. All right. I, you? Think I, I think I could go for that. Well,
2: I think like... I'd probably do it the other way because I think Oppenheimer is more of a... Because of like the intensity of it, it's like the Barbie movie would be a kind of like a, oh, I need, I need to get that out of my head. Okay, this is just something that's uh, a little bit more light.
0: All right, guys, if you're out there, what movie, <laughs> if you're going to see both the movies with your significant other, guys and girls, whichever way you want to do it, are you going to see Barbie first? This is, an, this is a one night event. You got to go see two movies. You see a Barbie first or Oppenheimer? Wow,
1: you're Which eating one? a lot of popcorn. Wow. You're, you're getting sodium oh up at the movies. Oh, gosh,
0: dude. I, I, I've been off the gym for three days, and I, if I told you what I ate in those three days, it would blow your mind. That's it, what, it was that was the
1: problem with, like, crash <laughs> courses, whether you like you go on a diet and you wow. know, take something out completely or you do something completely different. It's like, oh, my gosh, i got to have it back in my life after a week. <sighs> you got to do pizza, it slowly.
0: Frozen pizza, Chinese food, McDonald's, breakfast tacos,
1: Is your cholesterol
0: okay? Is the question six M and M ice cream cookies? (laughs) Look, Jason's like hell yeah. It was I went on a festival. Six, (laughs) they come in six packs, right? Like a box that I ate. Oh man, that sounds good. It was so good, and I was watching a movie. Yeah, there you go. What (laughs) movie were you watching? Uh, well, I'm sorry. I started a series called. Uh, it starts with an S. Uh, I, I texted Stranger uh, Things. No, it's, it's four <laughs> letters. Uh, this oh, man, hold on. Let me.
1: It's okay. Speaking of movies, uh, you put it in our rundown, Jeff. Someone, uh, that we all know and grew up with, somewhat at least, passed away earlier today. Oh yeah. Oh, Pee-wee Herman. Yes.
0: Yeah, cancer. Yeah. And you know, look. That's
1: what, it, okay, I wasn't sure what the cause he was. He
0: passed at 70 from cancer, and there's a lot of issues with him because some people, he, he got caught. We all know what happened to him a long time ago in a movie theater, one of them X-rated places or whatever. I don't, and but he that's had, okay. He had, a, he had a children's show, so it was very controversial, but apparently in his, in his, dying days or weeks or months or whatever he apologized and wanted to make it public and uh was it was a was a bad bad death for him uh he, of course cancer took Wee herman from us but uh yeah I, you know <laughs> bad rap for Wee herman and a terrible name terrible name
2: yeah but he had the best joke after all that scandal oh yeah what when was he it? went back on he was introduced he was doing some award show or something he was in the public comes out as Wee herman says Anybody heard any good jokes lately?
0: because uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, he knew he
2: was gonna get uh, hammered on it. Oh, by the way,
0: the show is called Silo.
1: Silo, okay.
0: And it's on it's on Apple uh, Apple TV, and it is fantastic. Really? I watched all ten episodes, and they're like an hour and fifteen minutes long. Okay, <laughs> just one after another. Yeah, I, I was in bed for a little bit. All uh, right. I had a, I had a fun Friday evening. That
1: sounds. like My Friday evening was full of laughs and crude jokes. I went to a comedy show on Friday (laughs) evening. Um, All right, guys, welcome back into SWB. We got a little sidetracked from football which we all love. But uh, we had to see... So if you you go watch a movie, which one are you seeing? Barbie or Oppenheimer? Let us know in the comments right now. And of course, you can do that on any of our social media platforms. They are listed right there below. At Lauren double underscore Leal. At Jeff Michael underscore 422. Sports with Ball as well. We're there. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. You got it. We have it. Yep. So we're going to get back into some of the other injuries and a guy who had the biggest injury this past season. Um, We finally saw a resurgence from him today in practice. And I'm talking about DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, First time in pads since the cardiac arrest on the field. So, I mean, to me, that was just like, such a light and such a humbling feeling and I'm just watching from afar on my tube like that was so cool to see him get up and and then talk about it to the media afterward just saying you know like I'm I'm just blessed to be here God's great like here I am but I'm also trying to compete compete at the highest level it's not just about me being here like I'm also I want to win
0: yeah I I'm just worried about I know we're all gonna feel it like when he comes out The first time he gets hit. Or he hits somebody. It's going to be very interesting. It's a dangerous game. We all know that. We And we yet... People forget about what happened to Tua Tagovailoa during the season last year. It was miserable to watch that guy just try to get up and walk off the field. We're going to have major injuries this year. There's going to be concussions. We're going to see some things that are very, very brutal. Because it's a brutal sport. But DeMar Hamlin obviously the biggest thing last year he did pass away for a brief time on the field they brought him back to life and now he's back on the field in practice with the buffalo bills trying to earn a starting position back they're going to have him on the team there's no possible way he doesn't make the team so demar hamlin will be on the buffalo bills i just you worry about him hitting and and i wonder what's in his head right like you wonder is he going to try to hit somebody again that hard there's a split second right He before was the one who got someone.
1: hit. He was the one who got hit whenever he went down. But
0: um, There's two people colliding, right? So he was going one way, the, the receiver was going the other way, and then you're you just you wonder if he's gonna make a split de- second decision that might affect him on tackling. Who knows? But yeah, it was great to see him. Great to see him giving praise to the Lord and the way he he handled himself and he's glad to be back so good for him for making mm-hmm. the the field and uh you know hopefully he's healthy.
1: Uh sorry guys if you're watching us live or if you watch this in the future and we're waving our hands around there are a million flies going on. I don't I don't know why they all just decided to come in here today. They're weird. never in here.
0: Yeah, we've um, never had flies. It's
1: weird. Yet. Uh but uh Chewy, what's up? He said he Oppenheimer is way too long. Yeah, I heard it's 3 hours. So be ready to buckle up. And if you're going to watch Barbie before or after that, (laughs) it's going to be a long night or day for you.
0: We're doing Oppenheimer first. (laughs) That is for sure. Man. Wow. Interesting. Uh, And then Fire X, uh, my son, uh, commented on the show. How funny is that? And he says, Barbie that's what he wants to go see first, I guess. Wow. All right, um, on to more sports. <laughs> uh, Thursday night, New York Jets take on the Cleveland Browns in the Hall of Fame game where you just got back from. So I cannot wait to see that on my television. I don't think any starters are going to play in that game. I don't even know if there's a spread for that game as of yet. Uh, yes, there is. I think it's Cleveland plus one, or Jets plus one and a half. Wow. Wow. So there you go.
1: So is that going to yeah, be maybe. part of Hard Knocks?
0: Oh, I'm sure they'll be there. Yeah, for yeah? sure. Definitely.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh okay, well, I mean, this game do 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 a lot of you tune into it? Do a lot of you no, watch it? No, it's
0: it's just on TV. You just you put it on TV and cook dinner it'll be seven o'clock what what time is that game on seven o'clock uh, yeah seven o'clock central okay. so 8 p.m eastern okay. so you just kind of put it on your tv and uh, football's on you
1: do, you're just happen to see football right yeah. like you don't really care you just They've you just a, want football on tv
0: and the whole thing is to, it's the introduction to the hall of fame guys like there'll be a bunch of them that come out there at halftime and they'll be interviewing them all through the game it's just fun to have the nfl the jerseys the whole thing back on your television on thursday it just means from here on out every weekend you will have football on your television
1: gosh we are so so much hype people we love the hype of it all i know people are like i just want to see a good matchup and i love good matchups but like i am about the hype too so like yes this this is this is exciting so uh we re- sticking with the no, let's go to nfl let's all go right to we got some baseball <laughs> we got some baseball so mlb trade deadline ends tomorrow 6 p.m uh you've eastern so Right now, we saw the huge move, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the top of the show, that Mets, they made a huge trade. Max Scherzer going to the Rangers. The Rangers are going all in, guys. They are going all in. They saw what they did um, already leading up to the halfway point of the season, and now they are making trades to make this happen. Um, Jeff, as far as the Max Scherzer trade goes, does he really elevate this team and bring them to the world series i mean Cy no, young look, winner
0: look the bigger trade for me from the for the rangers was the montgomery trade he's pitching way better than scherzer is and, and like you said the rangers the texas rangers are going all in did they just get swept by the san diego padres this weekend yes so they're only one game up in the division versus the houston astros basically it's a two horse race over there but yeah they are in they are all in and if you think about the mets the mess is what a lot of people... They had at the beginning of the season, they had Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, and uh, uh, who else? Oh, and uh, Justin Berliner Yeah, they and still Matt, do. Well, no. DeGrom's hurt. Scherzer's, no, I mean, they
1: still have Verlander. Yeah,
0: Verlander's for, yeah, for the moment. For the know, moment. we'll get into that in a second. So the, the Mets have... A year ago, you were like, wow, the Mets are really making a push and they're going to be amazing. Their lineup looked good. Their pitching looked good. Now, if you're a Mets fan... It's, it's a disaster. It's like the Knicks, and you're just wondering what direction are they going. Meanwhile, in Texas, on the offseason, they spent the most money out of anybody the last two offseasons, mm-hmm. and now you see them leading their division, and they just bolstered their starting pitching lineup. So mm-hmm. they actually – I'm not a big – the Max Scherzer thing, I get it, but he hasn't pitched that well in the playoffs. It, you do want to give the ball to him. He can still make some pitches, but he is a shell of what he was before. The Montgomery pickup, that is big big those guys they can pitch and i'm i'm worried about this team if they land anybody else (laughs) if they're not done they're going to have problems keeping these guys i understand that this might just be a rental but man they have got some firepower in their bats and now they have some really really legit pitchers
1: absolutely and you talk about the money that they spent this off season max scherzer now he gets to exercise Mm -hmm. the 43.3 mil player option for 2024 after this season um with the rangers but like we said the rangers are going all in and you look to the other side of it with the mets the mets had an incredible season last year i look at their record they were 101 in 61 so they won 101 games Guys, heading into Saturday night's game when Max Scherzer got traded, you know how they're doing this season? 49-54, and a completely different season from last year. So the Mets uh, say goodbye to them, and that leads us to the next question mark of this trade. Oh, the other pitcher there. Hello, Justin Verlander, no stranger to us. So Justin Verlander, where is he going to go? We're seeing different reports that Atlanta, the Braves were really looking at him, but a huge push with some money and potential la dodgers the la dodgers are always trying to make moves they're always trying to be in it just like the astros the last six years so we'll see where he goes uh the trade deadline ends to or tomorrow tomorrow at 6 p.m or he just stays
2: stays with the mets
0: well here's the thing next year he got paid a lot and his 2025 contract is pretty friendly that's and this is it like he wanted to sign with the mets to make his last run and he wanted to have a nice little con this is the end like he's 40 years old. So this is what he had to say. This is the end. This is on but- uh, if Max Scherzer deal was made him question his comments. And look, this is what he said. Mm-hmm. How do you not think about it? When you see that that happened, you can't help but think what's in store for next year. It changed my opinion a little bit. And when you see that from Justin Verlander, you're like, wow, I think he wants a trade. I mean, why Why does he want to stay in Mets? A sub-500 team, they're actually selling. DeGrom's hurt. Uh, you just saw Max Scherzer get out, and, and they're they're losing players. This, I don't think he wants to spend the glory days of his career with the New York Mets. I think that he may move today or tomorrow. The question, if you're in Houston, which where we are now, and being an Astros fan, and of course you are, is he going to go to Houston? Will he go back to Houston, Texas?
1: I've heard this rumor, Jeff. And I heard Verlander, I don't even know if the fan, the fans would welcome him back, but it was kind of sour when he left. So there are some altering kind of discussions on that front. But as far as the ownership goes, I, you, you know, we've never seen Jim Crane do this. We, 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 he yeah, does not spend that's a lot money. Of money. He doesn't do that. Uh-uh. If anything, like maybe like a last minute, like, oh, I'll, I'll top that bid. To get justin verlander it's just going to be for a year though well the and, thing
0: the thing is and, with the astros like you said and they, he never does good in the post yeah but he's he, always lost in he's the post str- he's got struggles in the postseason. as well i just you want the houston astros are on a lot of people's radar right now and they will be for the next 24 to 40 24 hours right so it, in about 24 hours from now the trade deadline will be over so the houston astros there's a lot of teams that made moves and the one team that hasn't we've brought, the, the houston astros only brought in one relief pitcher and it's
1: like a guy who we had a couple years ago that didn't do much for us in Kendall graveman i was curious why they went out and got him
0: and they haven't made a splash and if they don't you just kind of wonder if that offense with the houston Nationals which is very potent but can't you need pitching in the postseason you have to have pitching in the postseason and if you're going to rely on hunter brown and jp france to carry you through the postseason i believe the astros might be in trouble that's why if they if they could just land I wanted Stroman – look, as an Astro fan, I want Marcus Stroman from the Cubs. That guy is phenomenal. Plus, his name is Stroh, man, Astro. Like, get it? Like, <laughs> you, come said, on, you said that. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I just – Play on words. And if we can't get Marcus Stroman, Verlander's fine. He can come back in here. We can do the same thing again and hopefully make it, make a run at it. But I, I fear that if the Astros don't make one more move pitching that, that we're going to be in trouble. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something at you on the flip side of that. Because okay. I just saw this a little bit ago that Juan Soto from the San Diego Padres is only at plus 200 from Vegas to come to the Astros he is on the block if the Astros could somehow pull off Juan Soto oh my like that lineup i don't need, you don't need verlander <laughs> so so if if he can hit like like his old self it's not like he's been killing it but you know the big move last year right was Juan Soto it could be the big move again this year
1: Okay, I hear you. I hear you. I go back to the money situation. Yep. And yep, who yep. you're going to trade for him? McCormick.
0: It would. No. Be, yeah. No. I no. Like, I like Chaz. We're not getting rid of Chaz. <laughs> I yeah. like Chaz. Yeah. Look, the Astros do have prospects. It, it would be a hell of a move, but again, on to exactly what you were saying. The only way, I don't even know how this would happen because they won't sign him to a long-term deal. It, the Astros just don't do that. They don't do it. The Rays maybe could do it. The Dodgers maybe could do it. These big money teams maybe. I just the Astros don't like spending that much money, and he's a quarter billion dollar man. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't know if the Astros are going to pick all that up.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, what I do know is what I saw over the weekend, and the Astros smacking. Home runs. It was like a home run derby thanks to all those sliders being thrown, those like 50, 60-mile pitches. Uh, it was so simple. Did you see that on Saturday night, Jeff?
0: Yeah, unfortunately the Astros lost that series. It was a great one game. Ah, <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> then they lost
1: on Sunday. But it was so fun to watch that. It was like 16-2 to two or 3, something here's, crazy uh, like that.
0: Here's 17. Some, here's some moves that happened earlier today. The Mariners ship closer to Seawall to uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. The Brewers are acquired outfielder. Kanaha from the Mets. Cubs get third baseman and secure Condelario from the Nationals. Giants bolster their depth, acquiring Pollock from the Seattle Mariners. The Rays add right-handed pitchers Cavalli, which is a big one for the Rays, and a trade with the Cleveland Guardians. And right now, after that, you're just looking at a bunch of other kind of no-names, but those are the big ones so far. We are going to see a couple more splashes this is not over like i said you got a little less than 24 hours until this thing's over and there's going to be a few more big moves the rays are trying to win a world series the rangers are trying to win a world series the dodgers who have almost the exact same record as the astros they're in it the astros still need to make a move these are all top-notch teams that need to make a move and you mentioned the atlanta braves a second ago Mm -hmm. max freed one of their incredible pitchers could return to them as early as this weekend in Wrigley Field, which I I don't think Atlanta needs another pitcher. And if he comes back and he comes back in full form, Atlanta is also in there for a World Series. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to watch and see what these teams do. But just because we're in Houston, obviously we love the Astros, but I think all eyes are on Houston right now. Are they going to make a move to try to make this World Series push? Because I believe that, yes, they'll get into the playoffs, but to go deep into the playoffs, they're going to need another starting pitcher.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Pitching has been the issue since the you know since the start of the season. Irki goes out um, one after the other. Just injuries pile up. On the other side, you know, Jordan Alvarez finally coming back. Jose Altuve is back, um, and they got some good swings this weekend due to those uh, very slow pitches. But the pitching is the issue, and I think this has kind of been. The, the starting rotation, the question marks for the past couple of seasons, always heading into the post is like, who's going to get those spots? Well, now we got to fill those spots with just guys in general. Yep. We need better pitching.
0: Uh, speaking of this weekend, we'll get back to baseball, football here in a minute. Did you happen to watch any of the fights that went on? There was an incredible UFC card and one of the best boxing matches I've seen in a long time. Did you watch any fighting this weekend? Absolutely not. I didn't think so. Terence Crawford. <laughs> I don't know if you know who Terence Crawford is or or Errol Spence Jr. But man, this was a boxing match for the ages. It was built up to where Errol Spence was supposed to really give this guy Terence Crawford uh, a run for his money, but it turns out Crawford, from the second round on, demolished this kid. Ended up KOing him in the ninth and wins the undisputed. Welterweight championship, which has uh, never been done before. So congratulations to Terence Crawford. And of course, there was some incredible UFC fights. I got messages all night long about who to who to bet on, and I'm like, I don't, I don't bet UFC. No, you don't. No, I don't. Ever? I don't. Have you ever? Uh, I think I have once how, or twice. D- how does that work in general? Well, it's either plus or minus, and then you can bet on the rounds, right? Like, so I think poor, uh, what was it, forty-eight? Okay, is so
1: how many rounds are there? Nine.
0: Uh, championship fights, there's five. Five? Five-minute five rounds. The other ones, there's three. Right? Oh. So if it's not a championship bout, there's okay. three rounds. And cool. um, there were some great fights this weekend. Uh, what's his name from Houston? Fought the... Uh, yeah, big dude. Uh, he knocked it. He, Derek Lewis? Yes, Derek Lewis. He Look, we... <laughs> Hey, I've interviewed him. Very nice guy. There you go, Derek Lewis. He actually uh, recorded the 17th KO, the most in UFC history. So he won. He looked in great shape too. But then afterwards, proceeded to take off his pants in the ring and tell his wife to get ready when he gets home. What? (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) This is not a joke.
1: I've got to find this clip. Derek Uh, Lewis did that. Yep. Oh, he's notorious
0: for things like this.
1: He he is a goofy guy. He he was trying to so I interviewed him at a SaberCats game because I do hosting and reporting out there. Yep. And I interviewed him on the sidelines for MLR. And he wanted to get out there on the field because there was a fight taking place among the players. I <laughs> get out there I'm like, "You can't do that. I'm sorry, man." But he's a funny guy. I've I've got to hear this clip clip. I got to see it.
0: Yeah, it's uh it was pretty interesting. I look, I Derek Lewis is a character, and they—he's in the UFC, so good for him. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> uh, Those—that's that's your fighting news for the uh, evening. Look, there's also some soccer news. The USA women's team is about to play here in a little bit, and they have to score a point in order to get out of this round, which is very interesting. They shouldn't be in this position.
2: It's one of those weird ones in during the World Cup or oh, those those other tournaments where. The team that's in the top needs to get that result in order to go through. Otherwise, they might just drop down to third. Looking at it, getting a point should be easy. Um, But it's one of those ones that it would be the biggest – one of the biggest upsets of them not getting out the group. Portugal.
0: Stage. They played Portugal yeah. at 2 a.m. Central. So if you're up and out and about, if you're just getting home from the bars or clubs, then there you go. You can just watch it on. on a
1: Monday night.
0: <laughs> hey man, look, we used to have one of the biggest parties party. ever on Monday nights. Man, we had 80s night at a place called Bronx Bar. I was on the microphone. I was the MC, and my buddy uh, DJ Biz was playing all the like all the 80s hits, and I was singing. I used to sing on the microphone while he played the tunes. It was a lot of fun. We had one dollar patron shots. Packed place was absolutely slammed on Monday. Packed, night.
1: yep. Was this a college crowd?
0: Yes, it's, oh, okay, it's by rice. okay,
1: okay, <laughs> okay, because like my college hangout uh, was Thursdays. Uh, no, 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 sorry, Taco Tuesday See? at I can't remember where it was, but we did karaoke too. It was fun
0: 2 a.m. Central. That's that's two, that's, that's, nuts. that's two and a half, three hours before I actually get up to go to work.
2: <laughs> it's like. New Zealand time. <laughs>
0: Man, but yes, yeah, so the United States of America needs a point basically they have to win right or do you get a point if you tie
2: You okay, you so get, you, get, you get a point if you tie so that basically
0: I don't think they want to tie though They've been underwhelming
2: they, they have I mean they're gonna go out and play their game and the moment they score a goal They might just sit back and just defense, defense straight up. Yep.
0: Mm. They could do that. We'll see All right guys uh, welcome into sports with balls balls if you're just now joining us you can find The earlier part of the show on the podcast version, as soon as we get out of here, I will put it up on all your podcast arenas, Spotify, wherever, Apple iTunes, Alexa, wherever you watch or listen to your podcast. Just type in Sports With Balls. Lauren and I will be on there. And uh, we were talking about earlier. The NFL news out of Indianapolis is absolutely unbelievable, what's going on there at camp over there. Do you have any news as far as the Texans training camp? Does it look like C.J. Stroud is going to be the starter and Davis Mills basically the mentor? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, uh, that is what I'm hearing from reports from training camp here in Houston, Texas. I've heard C.J. Strout has been a stud thus far. And also that William Harris Jr., which the Texans traded up for in the draft, got. And that, that y- defensive unit is strong. And it's going to look completely different with D'Amico here after being the defensive coordinator in San Francisco for the past two years. I've just heard that like that collectively like things are looking very positive and very good out at energy stadium.
0: I hear nothing but good things which is great because ever and Derek s- <laughs> Stingley
1: Jr. you know yep. he's gonna get a he's gonna get a lot more playing time he's gonna look a lot better in general out there I think just the, the last season year before last of those those same guys it's just complete turnover with the coaches this is someone who has been in the league who played for the Texans has the experience of getting in the postseason and D'Amico Ryans coming here and coaching all these guys it's just such a different feel and nothing but positivity
0: I don't think the city of Houston could have got past the Deshaun Watson saga any sooner. So it's been a nightmare. If, mm. if look, if you're not a Houston Texans fan, I'm not massively a Houston Texans fan because of the organization. It's been kind of like in disarray for years and years and years and years. We're 20 plus years into this thing, and it's just been a nightmare with all the superstars that the Texans have had. Now you finally get over this Watson thing. You finally get the coach that you want that used to play here, and everybody absolutely adores. You finally get your number one pick and in your quarterback that's not Deshaun Watson we'll see what they can do the expectations in Houston could not be higher Mm -hmm. and the problem is in that division well at least in that division the Indianapolis Colts is like a mess (laughs) so when you're really going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars who have Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne that are going to be really really good we'll see what the two what the Texans can do they're not going to get rid of D'Amico Ryan's in one year so he's got at least two maybe three years to turn this franchise around and i would think that you need to win two playoff games in three years
1: oh in three years i thought you were saying this year i was like that's very ambitious three years probably win two playoff games i know i mean i even say like being at top of the division, winning winning the AFC South. But you mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars. You forgot the new guys that they just brought on to the Tennessee Titans. Yep. And, of course, adding Derrick Henry back if he stays healthy, stays healthy. throughout the season. So, I mean, it's going to be those three within the division, but I really just see it being Houston and Tennessee. Uh, but that's all with, like we said, the positivity going into the season. You're if taking Houston tennis, you think Houston and Tennessee, wins, win, not wins. the Jaguars?
0: I don't know. They won last year? I, I, I They were only 9-8, but... You, think you gotta Trevor, look at the competition, You don't think too. Trevor Lawrence is the, the, the real deal, huh? Uh,
1: he was in college. He yep. was in college. He had a decent year last year. Um, we'll see if what? he continues that. <laughs> but uh, you talk about the Houston Texans, and I was just gonna say really quick before we move on, is I saw Bill O'Brien up in the uh, Patriots being, of course, reunited with Bill Belichick, saying nothing but good things about this guy. So it, it's, it's going to be – do uh, the Texans and Patriots face each other in Houston this season? I don't
0: know. I have to look up their schedule and have it right in front of me. Okay. I, I don't okay. know.
1: I just thought I'd bring that up just because, obviously, Bill O'Brien got Houston top – I mean, five years in a row AFC South champs. And <laughs> we're talking about the Texans going into the playoffs. <laughs> well, if Tomiko Ryans can get in here and do that,
0: Bill O'Brien is the most successful coach in the Texans history, and that will tell you all you need to know about why I do not really <laughs> root for the use Texans. Well, I like Gary Kubiak. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, go go Kubiak. Hey. <laughs> see, see, that's every um, Texan right there. Mm. Uh, uh. Uh, I got to thank a couple of people real quick. want to thank Wes Dunn over Weston uh, Roofing or Weston Construction Group. Call him for all your roofing needs and your exterior construction. com. That's W-E-S-T-I-N-C-G.com. Or call him 832 534 Ford. call him give him a shout and of course christian's tailgate where were you at right now all five houston area locations come get your drink on there's about 40 tvs up here they've got the fights on all the time i think they were packed this weekend for the boxing matches and the ufc uh fights of this past weekend that i told you about christian's tailgate order food off doordash uber eats wherever you get your stuff from i
1: need to get some tacos i haven't had some in a while but they're pretty good tonight
0: here. tonight was steak night i didn't even know that oh like my son ate a steak oh i know great, cole? That great. Uh, that's his favorite food my son is eight and a half years old and his favorite foods are medium medium salmon. rare steak and blackened salmon
1: good for you cole i <laughs> loved black and salmon. I, mean, loved, for, I loved i love bad for
0: dad that that kid's diet is so expensive and macaroni and cheese of course so.
1: hey he's just being <laughs> healthy he's just being a healthy boy um i heard that do not do not do not get farm-raised salmon it is the worst type of farm-raised food for you just FYI have we figured out if it's still called Twitter so I wanted to ask you guys this because last week when we did the show from home it was a really fun situation because it literally just took place that day where they changed from Twitter to the X whatever Uh, how do y'all like it any differences I mean, other than just the symbol,
0: you know. Well, I heard the people don't like it's too bright, so the people. It's too in, bright. Yeah, it's people in San Francisco. It's the same thing. No, no, no. The people, the actual logo on top of the building, people are complaining. He's oh. got to turn it down. It's like all LED lights, and so uh, uh, he's in. It's in right. San Francisco. Yeah, I think I think it's San Francisco. Yeah, I thought so it was in I'll, Austin.
1: I'll, okay, because San Francisco, they got a lot of problems over there. Okay, <laughs> general. So right. uh, apparently, pooping problems, homeless problems. They don't like to be homeless. They, it's called houseless. They will will find you offensive if you call them homeless. All right. Um. Just yeah. There's but a lot. There's be, a lot going in San Francisco. They don't
0: have a home though, right? Right. Okay. But
1: it's it's technically offensive.
0: It's homeless. If you don't if you don't have gas, you and say, hit. oh,
1: I'm not homeless. I'm houseless. Like that's I. Right. I don't know.
0: All right. Uh, That's Cis- a San Francisco. Some thing. other news coming out of Jeppison. The Cincinnati Reds are acquiring left handed reliever Sam Mole from the Oakland A's for right hander Joe Boyle. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, from insider training camp and Buccaneers camp, first round defensive tackle, Khalija cansey has a calf strain like Joe Burrow. He'll miss time, but the expectation is week one is in play, barring any setbacks. That's pretty big for Joe Burrow like I said Lions tight end Shane Zilstra is believed to have suffered a serious significant knee injury oh man that guy played good last year too he had more tests or will have more tests but there isn't a lot of optimis- optimism optimism Zilstra burst into the national spotlight with three TDs versus the Panthers now expected to miss at least six months so now the Detroit Lions are hitting the injury bug as well man I mean, it happens. It happens.
1: Training camp. I mean, it's the first of it for them coming back. On the uh, flip side of that, we're talking about breaking news. Justin Verlander, Astros are still having talks per Chandler Rome of the Chronicle, per Ken Rosenthal of the MLB. (laughs) So uh, this was posted four minutes ago. It looks like there's still those trade talks, those rumors happening. Is the V going to be back in the H?
0: Man, man. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna say yes i really am I, because i think he wants out uh, the, all the things that i mentioned earlier in this show the Mets are moving on. They're moving on from a lot of th- stuff. They're, their pitchers are gone. DeGrom's out for the year. Max Scherzer just got shipped off. They're under five hundred. It looks to be like they're selling, and they need some prospects. The Astros do have prospects. So I, I think here, the question is, what is Houston going to give up? I don't know if you give up Chaz. Exactly.
1: No, no, no. You do not give up Chaz McCormick. I, like, I Chaz. like Chaz. No, I like what he brings to the team. He's a talent. He really is a true talent. But I'm sure that's what they I, want. So, uh... Per Bob Nightingale, yep. he says that the payment for Justin Verlander and his contract in general, he's being paid forty three point three mil this year, forty three point three mil next year, and thirty five mil vesting option in twenty twenty five. So are the Astros even gonna bark up that tree? Well so
0: that's that's probably what they're Talking to New York about like, hey, you're gonna have to take some of this contract because if you look at what Max Scherzer did, Max Scherzer is actually getting paid by three different teams. It's fantastic what he's doing. He's getting getting paid like ten plus million dollars from three separate teams in one year. He's getting checks from all three of these teams. It's crazy. So I'm sure that they want the Mets to take on a little bit of that. We know the Astros are stingy. We know like they'll go through it without. Justin Verler if they want to. But at this point, because of the run that the Astros have been on over the last seven seven years, they want to get back to where they were. And their fan base wants to get back to where they were. And I believe that the owners and the GM do as well. So they may be willing to make a little bit of sacrifice. The problem is I'm pretty sure they want the Mets to take on some of that. And I'm pretty sure the Mets want Chaz McCormick, who's a Mm. huge trading piece in this. I know he's got to be. And I don't know if the Astros want to get rid of Chaz McCormick. I'm not saying that's exactly what's going on, but that's the rumors that I hear. Chaz McCormick wasn't in the lineup today. And you wonder if that has anything to do with the Houston Astros and the New York Mets. I, I don't know. He just
1: had an appearance last night
0: Yeah, but not with today. Ryan Presley. He's, he's out of the lineup today. When when you get traded, it's that. remember when they traded for mm. uh, Bosquez last year? He literally went from the uh, Red Sox dugout to the Astros dugout. That same game. So, if you're out of the lineup one day... I think
1: Yuli was ahead, too, of a game.
0: Yeah, and, and it's just, man, it sucks for these players. But would you get rid of Chaz McCormick for Justin Verlander for two more
2: years?
1: I don't think he's worth this money. Uh, but you, Jason, is nodding his head yes yep. to win now. Jason?
2: I would do that just for the the push for this year. Yeah. I would do that for that. Because uh, I think uh, the Astros are stacked in our...
0: Yeah, offensively, they, they're okay. They've got
2: plenty of uh pop you know but they've got bats Kyle but Tucker yeah. Altuve's back
1: Chaz is
0: a fan favorite I get it yeah but if you're gonna get Verlander and that pitching we uh. need pitching <laughs> Astros
1: need yeah pitching. it's 100%. kind of like looking
2: for now versus like yeah. the future yeah kind of thing. I would take it up But I don't think it'll ever happen I mean that's just way too much money like you said Jim Crane Uh he's 43 he, 43 and
1: 35 whoa.
2: Man, a lot of money. Yeah,
0: that is a ton. Some other breaking news. The Dallas Cowboys, we had to bring him up one time during the show. Will lose running back Ronald Jones suspended for 2 games for violating the league's PED policy. 2 games. Shocker. 2 games. Okay. <laughs> well, look, so Tony Pollard's obviously they're starting running back. By the way, fantasy show coming up when we'll see Will Tony Pollard lands in our fantasy show in about 2 weeks. Watch that him don't be, don't be on your roster. Oh, I. There was one year. You are I, wearing blue. There light was, blue. There was one year when Tony Romo was still in the league that I had Tony Romo and Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys defense on my fantasy football team, and it just happened. I didn't realize Romo had, and
1: Zeke were on the same.
0: Yeah, I think Romo and I think it was Tony. It was either Tony and Zeke or Tony and Emmett. Uh, but it was it was so obnoxious that I had to sit there and have the defense, the running back, and the quarterback from the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Like I was so upset about this, and I had to sit there and do it. Oh, but uh, because it they you just got to roll like, with
1: uh, who's the best at what I'm, position. Oh, and of
0: course, I didn't come close to winning. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so. I remember
1: so uh, my some of my family's from Dallas, and so whenever obviously Dak is still there, but in Houston, I'm like, Oh yeah, go Texans. But like, I'll root for the boys too because I was raised on Cowboys. Um, but Houston, through and through, well. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott both wore the number four, right? And so I'm like, oh, guys, what number four is better? What number four is better? And they all would say Dak, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I know, like, y'all are Dallas fans, but look at the talent. Come on now. You know Deshaun Watson is way better. He's he's more mobile. He can do more in general and in, inside and out of the pocket. Um, but, you know, they're just kind of washed, I guess, by them boys.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. The trade deadline is about 23 hours away. The MLB, MLB. Trade de- MLB trade deadline. And we'll see if Juan Soto, there's rumors of that. There's rumors of Justin Verlander coming to Houston. There's all kinds of stuff on the trading block. And, of course, we'll keep you updated on Sports With Balls. Go to Sports With Balls on all of your social media uh, outlets right there. Just type it in, and we are there. We'll keep you updated if any breaking news happens. Uh, but other than that, man, you got any final thoughts here, Lauren? Final thoughts? Oh,
1: we're already to the end of the show? Are you kidding me?
0: No. No. Uh, It is National Hawaiian Flag Day. Okay. National avocado. Do you have an avocado today? I don't like avocados. All right. Um, (laughs) Did you? (laughs) No. Uh, I should, though. I love avocados. Uncommon Uh, Instrument Awareness Day, and this is for Jason. Jason, have you ever played, since you're in a band, a couple of them, what's the most uncommon or weird instrument you've ever played?
2: I tried to play a saw one time.
1: You a saw, like
0: a, like a, yeah, saw, like a saw? a saw, like the movie, <laughs> <A saw>. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like you use it, how do you? You you hold it and then you use like a a violin, you know, whatever. Did it work? It. Uh, I I couldn't really get it to go. I feel like that
1: would just break the strings.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, you, you play it on the other side. You you bend it, and uh, it's kind of a uh, kind of a country thing or a folky thing. Folky, yeah, I can ha- see that. Have that sound going through. Try I tried it, did could could never get it to work.
1: No, no, okay. Uh, one that's,
0: more that's thing: uh, the Cubs uh, have acquired right-handed pitcher Jose Cuas from the Royals. I don't know either one of those guys, so there you go.
1: Um, another, on another note from the NFL and training camp, I saw Patrick Mahomes was asking about the dynasty that's taking place in Kansas City. He says, oh, you know, I don't consider it a dynasty because we have so much more to go. We're on a good path right now, which if you're in any franchise and you're winning, I, that's that's the mindset you got to have. It's not about today. It's about the future. We got to keep it going. So
0: They going back again?
1: Uh, they're in it.
0: Super Bowl. But.
1: I keep, it's them or the Bills when we're talking about the AFC. Yeah. What about you?
0: It's so hard to get back. If he goes back again, the, the Tom Brady stuff is already creeping in. If he goes back to the Super Bowl again, you, you just have to be like, okay, this guy's heading towards being the greatest player that's ever played this game. It is ridiculous. But his his touchdown and his, actual, his, his passing average has gone down. For the last four years, so I'm not exactly sure it's it's Kelsey right it's health it's health if him and Kel- if Kelsey can stay healthy and they can find a decent running back, I, I believe that of course they can they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. I, but I think that Andy Reed wins one more I think Andy Reed retires mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's and then then you're going to have a question of like, okay, does Pat Mahomes want to get out of Kansas City? Mm -hmm. And that's where things turn very, very, very interesting for the Kansas City Chiefs, because what if Andy Reid wants to leave? And then you got Pat Mahomes going, well, uh, uh, all right, let's pump
1: (laughs) the brakes. Let's pump the brakes. I just mentioned first day of training camp. That's what he had to say. It's not a dynasty. We got to keep it going in Kansas City with the Chiefs. But uh, we are trying for the Texans to get there. Woo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of cheers that went on for that one. Hey. All right, guys, listen, thanks for watching Sports With Balls. Follow us, Jeff Michael underscore 422 on Twitter or X, whichever way you want to do it, or Lauren double underscore <laughs> Leo. Follow Sports With Balls on every single one of your social media outlets. Just type in Sports With Balls. And, of course, the podcast will be up. If you missed any of the show, it'll be up uh, later on this evening and tomorrow morning for your enjoyment on your way to work, while you're in the shower, whatever you got to do, man. So uh, final thoughts, Lauren? Have a good week. And happy birthday to Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. It's his birthday today. Jason Shark Tank. Jason, appreciate you. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Later, y'all.